This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a football Friday. Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sports, was going to join us in just about 20 minutes. Talk some college football here in what is a gigantic weekend. I can't wait for Tennessee and Georgia on Saturday, Alabama, LSU, TCU trying to stay undefeated. So there's a big college football games to get to. And Pam has been, uh, Pam's been incredible giving us picks on this show. I mean, if you've been listening to Pam, you've been making money this year. So we'll have Pam coming on in 20 minutes, talk some college football. Aaron, let's talk about some underdogs, some home dogs here at in the NFL Week 9. Let's start with the Dolphins and the Bears. We're looking at Dolphins as a four-point road favorite um, in Chicago this week. And this line has kind of moved around five, four and a half, if now four. 45 and a half on the total. Here is what is um, you need to know on this game. It's going to be windy in Chicago um, and maybe significant wind, 10 to 20 miles an hour. We'll see how it kind of plays itself out on Sunday. But so look, two has played well. I mean, I, I've, I've been quite questioned Tua. He's played well. Now, is he helped out by his receivers? Absolutely. The Bears just traded away Robert Quinn. They traded away Roquan Smith. So their defense, not quite the same. But Aaron, I do wonder how the wind's going to affect this game. Two is playing well, but he doesn't have a very strong arm. Like, if that ball gets up in the wind, it could wobble around. I mean, I, I the wind could change this game. Yeah, this all depends on talking to a meteorologist and watching the local news for the weather report on Saturday because – I was just telling Paul, I feel like if the wind is actually a factor, I like some unders, and I think we're going to see that total plummet. But if the wind, I mean, you never know. This system or, you know, I don't know, whatever they call it, moves out of the way, and it's not windy. Doesn't this feel like overs? Like Tyreek Hill. I mean, this Bears defense is not that great, especially the secondary. Waddle and Hill could have over games. I mean, the total could go over. Um, so this is kind of a wait and see because of the wind factor for me. I mean, how strong is the wind going to be come kickoff? I don't really want to, I guess you could just take your chances, you know? Um, but I, I would want to wait and see. Yeah. I also wonder how quickly, um, you know, the upgrades and downgrades on the defenses take hold where the bears are without Robert Quinn and, Roquan Smith. So they traded away two of their best defensive players. Um, and, you know, Smith's really good. And the Dolphins added Bradley Chubb. I'm not sure how quickly he's going to be able to get up to speed and play, but it's like one team added a really good pass rusher. One team lost two really good defensive players. So 
I'm probably going to stay away. I, I would say if it's really windy, maybe I'll look at it as a live under or an under that morning. This is one. Doesn't it feel like this spread, this total is going to drop on Sunday morning if the weather is worse? Like, I could see this like oh, Sunday yeah. morning. Like, we look at our sports books and it's like 38 oh, or something. 40, yeah. 41 yeah, or exactly. Yeah. I could see the same. And I think this is, you know, a time in, in sports betting where if you have information, you have an edge, you know. So if you're staying on top of that weather report or you, you kind of know what you're doing in that arena or you just watch local news, I think you can find an edge here, you know, when it comes to the wind, whether it's a factor or non-factor. Now, regardless of the wind, there is a prop that I love. The Bears have this newfound run offense with Justin Fields. I mean, we've seen mm -hmm. him run for 60 yards, 82, and 88. So one of my favorite bets is over 49 and a half rushing yards for Justin Fields. I, I haven't looked at the updated uh, rushing yards for his season, but I think I'm, I'm, I have to be close to cashing my season over. I think it was like 525 for him for the season. And I was like, wow, that's so low. He's there. Yeah, he's there, I'd be curious. I mean, he's he's at 424 part of right now. He'll hit Just don't that get hurt, for Justin. sure in a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Or you get hurt just don't after get hurt. you get that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we were we were joking about um, interception parlays earlier. I'm tempted. Two has played well, right? He's played very well, but he still throws the ball up for grabs, and his receivers usually make the plays for him. If it's windy out there, and I, and they're giving me a good number on a, on a two interception, I think I have to take it this week. It feels like he's playing with fire. He. He just throws it up, and Tyree Kill and Waddle just make all these plays for him. Like, it's amazing how many plays they've made for him. Uh, interception, two is only at minus 110 on the over a half. I'm in. We get a two a pick. Two a pick this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Tua and Stafford, you're at, we're finding value this week. What, what yeah, are we, we doing have here? To put one of those interception parlays all right we're uh we like this game for some potential live betting and, and follow that line when we get closer to sunday aaron let's go to this one bills and jets uh speaking of home dogs the jets a 13 point underdog here at home against the buffalo bills who very well might be the best team in football but that was the number to start the week 13 we're actually down to 11 and a half right now that's a pretty big move towards the jets paul was on the jets earlier this week trying to convince joe to put it in their in their contest picks, I'm actually a little surprised. We we have now a point and a half of movement towards the Jets in this one. So Bills are an eleven point eleven and a half point favorite right now at BetMGM on the road at the Jets, forty six on the total. What do you make of that line movement? It's coming towards the Jets here. I have no idea because I don't trust Zach Wilson um, and the Jets at all. Um, I found some interesting information. Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback in football when pressured, and it's not even close. He's completed 19.4% mm -hmm. of his throws while pressured at, wait for it, three yards per attempt with one touchdown, five interceptions, um, and a passer rating under pressure, 7.1. Wow. He is so bad. Passer rating? He seven? So bad. Seven? Yes. Wow. Seven. Crazy, right? No. I mean, I, I don't. If, yeah, I think if a quarterback throws the ball into the ground every play, their passer rating is like 30. Like seven's really bad. It's it's tough to have a passer rating of seven. Now, and I know Paul has thoughts on this one. 
I do think the like if 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 you told me right now Zach Wilson doesn't turn the ball over, I I think the Jets would cover their corners, their running game. Like they've got something in this matchup. It's just I'm so afraid, Paul, that Zach Wilson will just throw the ball up for grabs three times, and this one turns into a route. Well, it's funny you say that because Joe O uh, is so much in love with my Jets pick that he's sending me all 22 film of Zach Wilson making terrible throws, like right into coverage and interceptions. So I don't think he's on board. I honestly, I feel like I may have missed the best way to play this game. Now the lines come down. Now if it goes back up, if you can get Jets first half at seven or more, I would play that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you probably could have when it was 13 and a half. It's at plus six and a half now. I just don't think Salah's going to let Zach Wilson beat themselves in the first half. And we saw a little bit, you can run on this Bills defense. Um, now they re- the Packers really got to them in the second half, uh, but they ran all over them, like over six yards of carry. So if they play conservative, you know, and that defense can keep them in the game, I think the best way to play that could be plus seven in the first half. And we even saw a team like the Texans, that was never going to be a game. Like it was kind of fun to think about if you were in a survivor pool and people had the Eagles, but they had a good first half. They kept it close. It was 14-14, but the Eagles and their talent took off. I feel like that could be a similar thing uh, tomorrow. And it's interesting. That game landed on 12. This is right around that number. I'm still going to be on the Jets, whether it makes our contest picks or not. But I do like their pass defense. I do like them, you know, Quinn and Williams up front against that interior Bills offensive line. I think this is going to be closer um, – but it probably comes down to a bad Zach Wilson decision, whether you land inside this number or not. All right. I love the breakdown. I can't wait to see what you and Joe O decide on this one. I just did a just for funsies interception parlay, Zach Wilson, Tua and Stafford, and it's plus four twenty. Our Twitch chat's favorite number. How does it lose? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that is definitely a, how does it lose? Oh, that that's, that's a lock. I like that one. Um, that, that is a great one. So the other thing on this matchup here, like big picture of the Jets uh, for betting and if season-long things, the Jets are one win away from cashing the over. They had a five-and-a-half win total. So they, I, mean, I don't think they're going to beat the Bills, but that's, that's about to happen. They're going to be one of the earliest teams to hit, right, a win total? They have to be in, in recent memory. I mean, like, their win total is five-and-a-half. To clear that this early in the season is pretty remarkable. They'll probably get there in the next couple of weeks. And the other thing, Sauce Gardner is the favorite for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Doesn't it feel like if he has a moment against Josh Allen, he seals it? Like if he has a pick six or an interception? Because I, I thought he became the favorite when they beat Rodgers in Green Bay. Like he had – and he wore the cheese head off the field. I was like, oh, he's it's him, right? He's the Defensive Rookie of the Year. That defense has turned around because they drafted him. Uh, so that – I'll be keeping an eye on how he plays in this game. But I agree with what Paul said. We're probably going to have this game come down to the end. We'll see if Wilson – Covers or he doesn't. All right, let's go to Raiders-Jaguars, a game that we've all decided this week is a game we hate, a game we want no part of, but I'll probably have something on this game because that's what happens here. We're looking at Raiders minus one and a half, Aaron, at Jacksonville, 48 on the total. I know the Jaguars are bad, and Trevor Lawrence is not very good. He's he's not special. I I don't know what he is, but I just can't believe the Raiders are laying a point and a half on the road a week after being shut out. Like, it just – I say that out loud, and it's like, what? Their favorites? They just got shut out by the Saints. 
And not only that, isn't the flu going around the locker room too? I mean, that would scare me a little bit. I don't know why I kind of like the Raiders in a bounce back spot here. I mean, they were shut out last week. They're absolutely embarrassed. So maybe um, hopefully that flu going around isn't affecting the locker room too much. But you've got the Jags coming off a London trip without a bye. The teams that have done that really tend to struggle on defense the following week. Listen to this. Nine teams that have not taken their bye after London have allowed opponents to go over their team total seven times. So maybe you want to look at Raiders team total over. Um, but yeah, it's Raiders or nothing for me. I, I just can't. I can't mess with the Jags either in this spot. I mean, this is just a gross game altogether with so many different, you know, narrative factors playing into it. You got the London, uh, you've got the Raiders being shut out, flu going around. I, I don't have a strong opinion here. I like how you said you can't mess around with the Raiders. I mean, that's what this is. This is like you're, you're messing around if you're betting this game. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Paul, you're a Jaguars guy. Mess around. Yeah, mess around and find out. That's that's this game yep, yep. probably this weekend. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's these are they seem like such similar teams. Like, I guess whoever wins is technically still alive, kind of. But I don't think either of these are a playoff team. I mean, the Jags may be in that division, but I mean, this is just perfect. Jags five point seven yards per play this season. The Raiders five point six yards per play. Um, they're just very – it seems like they're very similar teams. I'll be on the Jags in a teaser. Jags, Seahawks, kick them both up above seven, uh, plus seven and a half. You can still get the Seahawks above, uh, at plus one and a half, up to seven and a half as well. Personally, you know, my Jaguars loyalties, like I think they're the talent is there, the numbers are there, they just can't get it done. I would like to see them win this game because they've lost so many close one-score games, um, and I think they can – they're like – they're a 2023 team, but I, I'm not going to bet this, you know, plus one and a half. Uh, I'm teaser, and that is all for me, and I hopefully will not even have to watch it. I'll just find out that they have stayed inside seven and maybe won this game. Yeah, another thing that's interesting with this one is there, there's – we always talk about how home field has been diminished. They're either side of this, like they could play this on the moon. It doesn't matter. So the Raiders are 0-4 on the road this season. <laughs> They, they, they're, they stink on the road. But the Jaguars, I think they're – I saw the note on them. They're 4-16 straight up at home their last 20 home games. Like, they don't win at home. home. There's zero home field there. They're also – one thing on them is they're coming back from London and playing this week. We've seen this a bunch this season. The, the Broncos took their bye, right? The Broncos are not playing this week. Thank goodness we don't have to watch the Broncos play football on Sunday. But they <laughs> took the bye. The, the Jaguars didn't. And I – I feel like that's not been good for these teams. Like just offhand, I I mean, it feels like the teams that they're tired. That that's first why game, I'm tired. thinking just off that alone. I like the Raiders in this spot. And I think, okay, they were oh. embarrassed. So I would go with on the Raiders. What is their team total? Do you, does anyone know off the top of their head? Uh, Raiders team total? Uh, or yeah. 24 and a half, 25 if this total is 48. Uh, but if you look at, as you look Ugh. at that, Raiders are a top, to that all that point, Raiders are a top 10 rush offense and rushing PA. And again, tired legs on defense for the Jags. This could be a Josh Jacobs game. I want to, like, we talked about Travis at the yeah. end earlier in the, in the week, um, but this could yeah. be a Jacobs spot. 
Can I just bet the team? I'm going to live bet the team that's losing at halftime to win the game. Just I'm going to flip it around. I mean, these te- I can't trust either of these teams. One team goes in the locker room up three or six or whatever. I might just go the other side. This this is one of those games where it, I, I'm going to forget this game happened after the season. Like this is what I like. This is a very I, it's a forgettable game before they play it. That that's what the Raiders Jaguars are. But the tease on the underdog probably Aaron is the best way to play this. If you're going to do anything. Because it's probably a close game. This feels like 27-24 so, or whatever. Uh, who are your other favorite teaser legs, Paul? Since you're on teasers. Uh, I think it's just those two. I think it's just those okay. two. I'm not, I'm not teasing the Bengals down. I, it's a weird one. I thought I about, about that one. A more, but I don't yeah. trust yeah. yeah. But that's okay. been a problem this year, teasing down the favorites. That, that has not hit as much as it used to. Let's talk some college football next. It's a gigantic week in college football. Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sports, Stack of Stats podcast next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.